Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 27 of the Joe Ciccarelli Show. Three signs you need a coach. It's a straightforward episode today and something that, as a coach, I always um, get that question from a lot of people is, how do I know I need a coach? What do you do? Or I guess the question I get more often than not is, what do you do as a coach? What does that mean? What the hell are you talking about? Uh, And then I think what I don't often get as a coach, I think what people often say to themselves, um, and I shouldn't say often, but I think what sometimes people ask a coach is, why would I ever hire a coach? It's nothing a coach could do that I couldn't do myself. Uh, and in some cases, that's true. Uh, in some cases, um, people don't want to change, and that's cool. People aren't super motivated to change, and that's cool. Uh, and sometimes people are doing really good. They're in a good spot. They got things rolling. They're rocking and rolling with where they're at. Uh, I still think when you're flying, firing on all cylinders, it's always good to have a partner um, to bun stuff off. I think anyone that's constantly focused on doing a lot of different things and self-development, it can be useful. But uh, in general, not everyone's a good fit uh, for coaching. But uh, most people are. I think, I can't say I've coached anyone that walks out of it and is like, wow, I don't see any value in this. I've coached people that say, huh, I can't afford it right now or um, maybe now is not a good time for whatever reason. But I, I, I don't think I've ever been, I've ever coached someone that's kind of walked out of a session or uh, a package of sessions and been like, wow, yeah, there was absolutely no value in that. I got nothing out of that. But um, anyway, an effort for me to kind of help to bring some more clarity to what I do and how it works, I wanted to just uh, kind of boomerang it back to you and say, if, if you're noticing these things in your life, these are oftentimes why people come see a coach. Might not be why you come see a coach, but it, it often is why others come see a coach. I'm going to go through each three, and then at the end, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the benefits. Uh, not, not, not going to go into crazy detail on, here's all the benefits of having a coach, but I, I from what I've seen with people I've worked with, there are certain things that, that help with the things I'm going to talk about. And I want to just highlight and kind of touch on those a little bit as well. First one is, uh, the first one of the three is you don't know what you want. This is probably the most difficult thing that I've, that I continue to struggle with in my life. And I think a lot of people struggle with, and I think it's such an elusive question. What do you want that people don't even realize, um, how deep of a question it is. In, in life, it's very, very easy to understand what we don't want. It's super simple. You can be very clear. Like you can look right now and say, here's what I don't want to happen. And the reason why that's so easy for us to understand and visualize and see is because we spend a majority of our time thinking about it. It's human nature. I mean, you've never heard someone that needs to seek mental help because they, because uh, they, because they're enjoy too much. They're, they're wow, that guy's so happy. He's a real asshole, or he's you know, he's got way too much joy. He needs to go see a doctor. It's fear and grief and anxiety that people need to see help um, to get to oftentimes get help for. And what that comes from is it's deep rooted within us. We'll talk a little bit about it on number two. We've always talked about saboteurs before, and it is saboteurs, but more than not, it's just in general we think we're very good at thinking about the things we don't want to happen, which is oftentimes why they happen. We're, we're, if we're constantly, we talk about the power of visualization. Uh, I, you guys know I'm big into reality transurfing. If you're constantly thinking about this is what I don't want to happen, this is what I don't want to happen, um, oftentimes you're telling your 
the outer intention. You're telling the outer world that that's what you want. They, they, and that's what you start to create in your life. It's crazy when you're, when you're like, I don't want to see this person. I want to see this person. Then you go into a grocery store and you run right into that person. Um, we create that. I believe that we create that. And it's really easy to create that because we spend so much time thinking about it. So the question becomes is, if we don't want to think about all the things we don't want, how do we think about the things we do want? And of course, there's, there's higher level like positive thinking. Think everything's going to go right. But even that's not really what do you want. It's just thinking about, okay, I have a set of things that I'm going to do today and I'm going to just focus on the best possible outcome of all those. And, uh, but when I, when, I, when I meet with people on coaching, the question runs a lot deeper. Is like, what do you as an individual want out of life? That's an incredibly difficult question. I don't think, I, I'd be shocked if anyone listening to this could, could really answer that question. And here's, here's how it goes. I ask it. People give a half-assed, wise-ass answer. They don't have an answer at all. Or right now, what you're probably doing is uh, you're going to, and I'm going to give you a second here. So tell me what you want. Tell yourself what you want. And what'll come up quickly is, ah, well, I think I want this, or I think I kind of want that, or I kind of like the idea of having a lot of money, or yeah, I wish I had a job I liked, wish I had this, wish I had that. And then you'll say, hey, you know what, this is stupid, I, I, I don't know, well, screw it, go back to normal. Just go think about whatever I was thinking about. You go back to normal and then without realizing it, your subconscious just starts to slide its way back into, well, God, I hope I don't run into this person today or I hope I don't, and you, you can literally see it happen. We, we, we don't know what we want. When you start thinking about what you want, it's about you. It's not about other people. It's not about, oh, I want to do- donate all my time to help others or I want to make sure my kids have a great life or my parents are taken care of. Yeah, those are things you want, but deep down... There's something we all want. There's something there for all of us. There really is, 100% without a doubt. Each one of us has something unique about us. Each one of us has a path. And so few of us realize it because we don't want to take the time to think about it. This identifying what you truly want can take months, months of hard work because we're so screwed up by we assume we want what other people want. We go on Instagram and we see what someone else has. Well, I want that or I want this. Understanding what it is we're truly after in life is such an incredibly difficult question. And when you really start to think of it and you really start to dive into it, it's no, it's no wonder why most people come to coaching to talk about it. This isn't focused on your sales or your revenue targets. I, I meet a lot of people that are very clear. In five years, I want to have five, my business used to be at 10 million or 20 million or in three years, we want to hit, hit, hit a million dollars. Those are fantastic goals and they're revenue targets. But not as an individual person, what do you really want? I want a million dollars. Eh, no, it's, that's not what you want. It's, it it's a, could be a byproduct of what you want. But what is it that you're really after? Being able to visualize this is key. And this is another really important part of coaching is working with someone to really dive deeper than... Like, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What do you like when you're in that situation? For me personally, I, I've put a lot of thought into this topic. And it's actually scary to talk about what you want. And I'm going to talk about what I want here in a second. Because, because the second you really start to come clear with what it is you want, saboteurs just come flying out all over the place. There's no way. What are you, crazy? I mean, I'm going to tell you guys what I want right now. And I'd be shocked if your saboteurs don't say, this guy is fucking crazy. Who the hell does he think he is? Who do you think you are that you deserve that? I want a house 
uh, in Apollo Beach, Florida, which my which we just bought, and it's not actually at the beach. My my wife and I just put uh, a down payment on a house there that we're going to build. Uh, I want my house there. I also want a house at an at on the actual beach, somewhere in Florida. I, I like the idea of living in Anna Maria Anna Maria Island. It's a beautiful little island town that's not about an hour south of where we're going to live. Uh, I've been out there a couple times. Absolutely love the place. So I want a house there. Uh, not right on the beach, maybe like a block or two off the beach that's in walking distance, obviously, of the beach and also to some other stuff. I also want a house in Europe, probably in the Scotland area, right near my wife's family, so we can spend more time with her family. Uh, and again, nothing crazy, just a nice, modest little house or a flat they call over there. And I want the ability for my family to be able to travel between all three of those and not be tied to a particular place or not be tied to a particular job. I want all my income to come from providing business information, so providing services to people online, whether it's coaching or courses or other things that'll allow me to uh, be completely remote in what I do, but still earn enough money to be able to afford to do anything we want to do when we want to do it. I'm also an avid traveler. I I want to be able to travel, go to different small European little towns and cities. I'll know that I've achieved what I want because someday I'll be sitting in Vienna, Austria at a coffee shop and I'll have my laptop right in front of me and I'll be sitting down watching people doing their hustle bustle running around and I'll be sitting there with my laptop maybe responding to some emails maybe not having a cup of coffee decaf I can't handle caffeine I'm crazy enough on without caffeine and um, sitting back and just reflecting on everything and being grateful that's what I want now as soon as I think about that, the first thing that pops into my head is, how the hell could you ever afford that? That's crazy. Um, what are you going to do about your kids? Like, don't your kids need to go to school? How would that work? Um, how, how are you going to get from place to place? How are you going to afford to fly around? How are you going to keep up with everything? How do you know that your job's not? I mean, th- these are the, when you really get deep to the things that you want, um, the first thing that comes up is all these crazy saboteurs. But it's not about everyone else. It's about you. It's about me. It's not about where my kids go to school. That'll get taken care of if I achieve that goal, right? I mean, however it will. And I don't need to necessarily worry about that. But being able to be clear on that starts to help motivate me and help point my North Star. And would I be pissed off if I ended up at... um, at a, at a coffee shop in Amsterdam? No. Would I be pissed off if my house at the beach was at another place in Florida? No, probably not. But the general, and could this change over time? Potentially, yeah. But the more you can really solidify, here's what I'm after, and start to really create a sense of belief that, 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 that you can have that and you can deserve that. Because right now, I'm struggling with believing that I can have that. I really am struggling with I can believe that, that I can have that. But once you can believe that you can have that, things can really happen. So, the ability to work with a coach to help you become really clear on what you want and what that looks like and why that resonates with your heart, not just your mind, doesn't just not, and oftentimes what you want doesn't make sense with the mind. And that's why it's so damn hard because our mind won't let us think about the things we truly want. And our coach can be so helpful because they can help put our mind aside and let our, let our heart and our soul really determine what is it that really lights them up? What is it that really lights you up? And once you're really lit up and you're properly ready to go, a lot of the other things start to take care of themselves. So, so important to understand what you want. Number two is you struggle with a lot of limiting beliefs. This isn't new. If you guys have listened to any of the stuff that I've talked about, limiting beliefs are just saboteurs. They're negative emotions. But if you listen to any of my first couple episodes where I did some live coaching, specifically the Meet Mr. Jones episode, uh, 
there's a massive separation between the client that I'm working with. Um, well, initially there's no separation, but we, we create a massive separation between their limiting beliefs and them as a person. And it's an eye opening experience for people. And it's very difficult to do on your own. Uh, it's v- until you have someone just sitting hawking you and literally hawking you. Like when I say hawking, I mean like when you got someone who's a real pain in your ass and everything you do there, nope, you did this wrong. Nope, you did that wrong. You almost need a coach to do that when you see the saboteur. Nope, there's the saboteur again. Nope, you're, nope, you're playing small. Nope, you're beating yourself down. It's frustrating. I mean, oftentimes before clients have a breakthrough, they want to punch you in the face because that's what people need to really realize how bad they're, how bad of a disservice they're doing to themselves. And um, meditation techniques, active meditation, mental fitness, this is great. And that's, I try and bring this stuff to you guys because obviously I'm not your, not some of you I am, but I'm not your coach. So I don't always have all the answers. Um, but being able to actively meditate or use a journal is a great way to really try and separate yourself and realize who you are as a person versus who all these negative thoughts are. But in many cases, that's not enough. But when you know what you want and you start taking steps towards that and you start hitting roadblocks and a lot of them are going to be mental roadblocks, having a coach to help you identify, that's a roadblock. That's a saboteur. That's a limiting belief. That's not you. That's not who you are. Let's figure out a way to work past that. So it's, an, it's incredibly useful. So if you find yourself constantly berating yourself, pay attention to your internal conversation. If you're constantly talking shit to yourself, God, I look fat. God, I look ugly. What's wrong with me? I'm, I'm never going to be able to do this. I can't do that. Then you're struggling with limiting beliefs. You are struggling with limiting beliefs. And if, if that's okay with you, then that's fine. If it's not, then do something about it. And one thing you can do about it is hire a coach and they can help you with that. Number three is you struggle with self-discipline. This is a little bit different. Oftentimes, self-discipline could come from uh, limiting beliefs, but doesn't always have to. Self-discipline, uh, you start something and you stop. I want to eat healthy, but I can't. I'm trying to beat this addiction, but I can't. I want to go work out, but I can't. I can't stick to it. I, you get to the point where I have conversations, but oh, I, I just, I can't stick with anything. It's like, you know yourself. Like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm not the type of person that can stick with anything. I mean, imagine going through life knowing that. It's not, I can't stick with anything. That's it. So what's the point? Yeah, I'll try this, but I know I'm not going to stick with it. Holy shit. I mean, just, that's a really, it's a horrible thing to feel. It's a horrible, horrible way to treat yourself. In uh, with this, when you work with a coach, there's probably a limiting belief in why you struggle with self-discipline for whatever reason. Uh, it could be. Uh, and it might not be that it's much of a limiting belief is that you're not clear on why you want to do that thing, right? You're not clear on what you want. Well, I want to exercise. Well, because that's what you're supposed to do, exercise. Well, that's not going to get you to exercise if you're just looking at what other people do and that's what you think you're supposed to do. What's, what's your motivation? What's your why behind exercising or eating healthy or trying to be a, better in, in your relationship. Another big thing is with this is you could be, you could be after the wrong thing. Uh, and what I mean by that, and this is where a coaching can be really interesting, is like, what's your definition of exercise? Is it, well, I always try and get up and go for a run, but I can't go for a run. Well, maybe going for a run isn't for you. Why, why does that mutually, why is going for a run mutually exclusive with exercise? I mean, it is, it is exercise, but why, why is that the only way you can get exercise? 
Well, what sport? I think I've talked about this before. Well, what sport did you play growing up? Oh, I played soccer. Do you like soccer? Oh, I loved it. It's my favorite thing to do. I, I watched it all the time. What if there was a way to play soccer? Well, hmm, yeah, you know what? There is an adult soccer league in my ear. I should join. The next thing you know, the person's joining an adult soccer league. They're playing soccer three nights a week, running all around, not even realizing that they're exercising. You see the difference? Um, now, that's just an example. That, that's an easy example. But in any situation that you're struggling with self-discipline, there's really, it's not as much, it, it's, it's the task that you're struggling with. So the, the, the question is, why are you struggling with that task? And a bigger question is, what do you want to gain? And once we identify what you want to gain, there's a lot of different ways of gaining that versus just the one direction that you're going in. You're, current, you're stuck in a perspective that in order to gain this thing, you're stuck, there's two perspectives. One perspective is, I don't even know why I want this. That's a massive issue. Two is, I know why I want this, but my perspective is the only way to get this is to do this. And I'm struggling doing this. And if we can get you out of that perspective of this is the only way and still focus on getting the same thing, but looking at other options to do that, you'd be surprised at how many things open up. So the ability to kind of change your perspective on things, and this isn't just with self-discipline, it's anything. Change your perspective on your limiting beliefs, change your perspective on understanding what you want and what that means to you. Perspective's a big thing in coaching, a massive thing. I've, I've talked a lot about that. If you don't know what you want, if you're struggling with limiting beliefs or you're struggling with, with self-discipline, a coach could be massively helpful to you, massively. Doesn't mean you should go hire one, but... Certainly worth, certainly worth thinking about. Now, what are some of the benefits, right? So you're like, yeah, yeah, that, that kind of resonates, Joe. Like, you got me on some of this stuff. What does that actually mean? Uh, as a coach, I, I'm just going to highlight three. I'm sure there's 100, but there's three that jump out at me. The first one's accountability. And that varies for everyone. It's funny. Most people come to me for like, ah, oh, I, I can tell you're like a pretty go-getter. I want you to hold me accountable. I know you're going to whip my ass. Well, I, I could certainly do that. Uh, and I have, and I do, but, uh, it's funny once you get, once you get in the groove with people, like they don't even give a shit about you. It's like, I used to be like, all right, well, text me when you do it. Now it's just like people load up and they do it. And if they don't do it, we come and we talk about why they don't do it and they reshape and they go at it again. But it's amazing how, like, without realizing it, they develop their own sense of accountability. Um, but obviously accountability is there at the end of each session, we're going to have some insight. We're going to say, here's what we learned. What are you going to do with it? It's, this isn't just, uh, coaching's a deep conversation where we dive deep and we learn all about you and we really explore and we find some profound things in some sessions more than others, but in general, we're going to find really profound things. But um, if you're not moving forward with those profound things, there's no, there's no point. So there needs to be a sense of deep, like deep learning and also like forward, for, forward action. And the forward action is certainly the accountability uh, or a, accountability is a component of forward action. Uh, it's a real partnership. That's the, this is another one. It's like a real partnership. It's amazing like how this starts and how it works. I mean, you just, you become invested as a coach when you're when you get the right client, you just become invested in them, like, and what they're after. And when you really understand what they're after, and you're trying to work for them, what they're after, you just become a partner to them. And um, it's if you're in business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to be an entrepreneur, or it's just helpful to have someone on your side that you can talk to about stuff. It's focused on you. Um, you don't often find people that are good at listening. People listen to respond. People listen to tell you what they think. People don't 
people are so caught up in their own shit that it's funny just when you get into coaching and it's a hundred percent true, people are like worried about whether or not they should charge people and all that stuff. It's like, look, the fact that you're going to sit there and listen to someone for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour or whatever it is, the fact that you're actually going to sit there and try to listen to them, that's worth paying for. Cause we don't get that a lot in our world, people that properly listen. And so the ability to have a partner that's really focused on you and only you, again, when you start talking about understanding what you want and at least for me, when I understand what my clients want, it's very clear that it's about them. If you're, and this is the same idea, and it's not that other people don't matter. It's not that their kids don't matter or their significant others don't matter. But at the end of the day, it's the age old saying when you get on a plane, help yourself, put on the mask before you help others. If you have something that really lights you up and you got something you're going after that really excites you and really gets you going, everything else in life is going to click. You're going to be a better parent. You're going to be a better husband or a better wife. You're going to be a better person. You're going to be a better kid. <laughs> better kid. You're going to be a better uh, child. What the hell the word I'm looking for? Like um, daughter, son. Um, you're going to be an all-around better person. And so a good coach is going to just focus on you in developing the best for you. They're not going to worry so much about, oh, how about Bill? What do you think Bill's going to think? No. This is about you. It's selfish. And we should be. We should all be more selfish in life. It's such an issue that we struggle with. We're not selfish enough. We focus so much more on what are other people going to think? Or what do we need to do to help other people? Or God, I can't be happy right now because this person's struggling. Or God, uh, you know, I, I need to be constantly worried about making sure everyone else is taken care of before me. It's a massive issue we have in our world. And everyone deals with it to a certain extent. We're pleasers. It's a saboteur, a pleaser. So the ability to have a coach that can be a real partner in this is incredibly powerful. Uh, immediate insight versus long-term growth. I'd say this one could be the biggest benefit. Uh, I think accountability hits people first, but um, if I'm going to actually work with someone, I really want them to commit to some time. I have a client I've been working with God for probably just about a year, maybe over a year, and it's amazing the progress that, that he's made and that we've made as a partnership. It wasn't easy. I mean, it took us time to figure each other out in terms of the best way we can work together and what he needs best and what I need from him so that I can give him my best. And it's amazing how great our coaching sessions are um, and how they weren't great at the beginning. Uh, And a part of that is it just takes time to build the right relationship. But also like, and I've talked about this, this whole immediate insight thing. If you go read a book, there's insight in that significant, significant insight in reading most books that are self-development books, if, you, if it resonates with you, of course. But the, the, the problem is you lose it after a while. And um, it's really hard to keep up the lessons. I mean, there's certain things that might tweak, but in general, you, your delta is X. And um, although if you keep, you know, if you're always reading books, I guess, yeah, over time you will increase, your, your delta will, will increase. But with a coach, it's just so much more exponential because it's, so fo- it's so much more focused on you. And I would... I would argue in any situation that there's so much more to learn about ourselves that we already know the answer to, we just haven't dug deep enough, than there is to learn in a self-development book. So I think you're going to read in a self-development book, really, that you don't already know. You might hear it in a different way that might ring a bell, but there's nothing in there that you don't already know. What you need to learn is how, how, what you need to learn is how you need to hear stuff so that it resonates with you so that you can take action on it. You're not going to read that in a book. Unless someone gets to know you and writes a book for you and you only, 
And that would be pretty cool. But really, that's what a coach does, minus the writing. They sit down with you and they work on you and you only and help, help you identify what you need in order for you to be successful. And that takes time. But that's how you attain long-term growth. We talk a lot about uh, mental fitness. And that's a big component of it well, is being able to grow the muscles in your brain. But even then, you still need to have that North Star. You still need to have that push to continually be focused. It's uh, mental fitness, this active meditation, is an operational approach to attaining the things you identify in coaching. The things maybe you identify in a book. But really, the coaching is the key, right? And that's why this, uh, the mental fitness stuff, I oftentimes combine it with my coaching because it's, it, it, it complements it. It complements it so well. So the ability to look at um, a long-term growth versus just the immediate inside of a book is, is a significant benefit. There's lots more, guys. Uh, but I think this, this highlights it today. I, I, I want to revisit this. It's 27 episodes. I don't know that I've talked much about, here's, you know, here's what I do as a coach or here's why you need a coach because um, that's not what this podcast is about. But um, I think, one, there's probably some learnings in this. If, if, if you get anything out of this episode, really... Uh, of course, if you're interested in um, in coaching and you're actually interested in talking to me, I would bite your tongue for a little while because I'm getting ready to release some uh, some new deals for the new year that I'll be in touch about. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, by the way, at Joe Ciccarelli Coach, if you don't know already. Uh, and I know some of you have signed up for my weekly tip. I haven't sent one out in a while, but I'll, I'll get back to that and I'll be sending some stuff out about that pretty soon as well. But anyway... Um, Outside of the coaching stuff, if you take anything away from this episode, focus on number one, understanding what you want. Hey guys, it's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple of requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion, or you know someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've, uh, how they've, how they've come to find success in their life, let me know. Uh, you can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I, I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.